0: Now it's time for some intro, baby. Rogue support.
1: Welcome, my young apprentice. Stretch out with your feelings. I can bring you a little arm.
2: Or I can bring you in cold. Welcome to Rogue Support, a Star Wars Shatterpoint podcast. We are your hosts, Dizzard, Omnus, and Finger Guns. Our goal as a cast is to give you that support you need for your gaming needs, whether that be tactics, supplies, hobby ideas, or just friendly banter. If you enjoy what you are listening to, be sure to leave a review and let us know how we are doing as well. Come join our Discord. The link will be in the description. Uh, Also, um, not Discord. Um, What's it called? Spotify does a whole Q&A thing nowadays, and it's really cool. We got one the other day that someone had commented on the Vader episode saying they were really excited to play her. Um, I imagine that was about Talzin, because we were talking pretty hot about Talzin for that episode. (laughs) um so yeah feel free to answer the q a we'll shout you out we'll talk about what you answered if it have a question or anything like that for the q a stuff but go ahead and open up those blast doors and let's get on with the show uh so this episode is going to be more of a introduction to the game and cover why we enjoy the unique mechanics of the game and another introduction of us as hosts to the people and create a more evergreen type of episode for the listeners. Now that we have a really good understanding of what Shatterpoint is. How to play it. Why you should play this game. So that's kind of what we're shooting for. Bold with this. Claims. So quick intro. Bold <laughs> right. claims. Um, I'm Dizzard and I play them all. Next. That's all you need to know. I'm, that's a, like,
1: <laughs> I'm Finger Guns and I play the good guys.
0: All right, I'm Omnus, a.k.a. Wild Omnus. I drink IPAs and I drop hot takes. That's my job.
2: <laughs> you need a sticker that says, I'm Wild Omnus. I drink yes. IPAs and give hot takes. We definitely have, like, one strong
1: identity here.
0: <laughs> wow. Hey, I you know my role. It's a small role, but I'm there, you know? <laughs> So but I'm I'm excited to do this this intro to Shatterpoint. Like it's been fun, like the journey since Adepticon. Yeah. Played a bunch of games and now hopefully we can kind of break this down for either people who are like buying into the game and painting these cool models, or people who are just like, I've never done a miniatures game, but I love board games. What is this like? I'm I'm I am ready to dig the fuck in. Woo! Shatterpoint. Shatterpoint.
2: Um also I have a show note here that says uh, Dizzard is supposed to mention to the chat that we are opening it up if they want a story or a comment read for future players. And we talk about favorite moments between the chat input. So basically, we want like you to give us a story of what's drawn you to the game and what's kept you in this game so we can give people your guys' stories of why they should be playing this game as well. And we're going to go ahead and start off with Sam talking about some stuff.
1: Well, I mean... Star Wars is a pretty character-driven IP. Shatterpoint doesn't disappoint on that front. It's very much a character-driven, small-scale skirmish game. And uh, I think that one of the, the best things about this game, one of the hugest selling points, is that you're going to put characters on the table that people have some relationship to. Because either like like everybody knows Star Wars characters. Not everybody knows every Star Wars character. And obviously there's, you know some deeper cuts already in this game that uh, don't necessarily stand out to everybody, but uh, you know, people of a certain age uh, all kind of understand the clone wars and that's, that's where we're at now. Right. So like this game lets you choose basically a star character, and then you get down and you're going to grab one of the uh, supporting roles. And right after that, you've got two support units, right. To kind of round out a, a strike team. And you get to build two of those, and uh, the game makes it pretty easy. They give you a nice spread right in the core box, and uh, you, can, you can play this game right out of the core box, which I think is another kind of a appealing selling point. Sam, Anybody what's your have...
0: favorite strike team yeah, for? It. Like if you were just like, "What's an <laughs> example of six characters? Who do you like? Well, what's a good example?:
1: A good example. I think, like, do you want me to keep it to the core set, or are we just talking? No, like, fuck you know, it. What, what do you like playing?
0: Like, right. if you were to drop a game right now, right for these people, you're like, I'm gonna play a game with Bob from Chat or like Winter. Like, what, what's sure. your favorite? What are my the go-to six? Strikes,
1: my my go to yeah. strike team is no longer Anakin and Obi Wan. Right, we broke up with them, and now we're best friends <gasps> forever. Oh shit! With, with crazy and talk, Ace. it's amazing what having two actual masters on the table can feel like. Wow, like the wild <laughs> Sam days. <laughs> So uh, I think right now uh, a really fun strike team for the Galactic Republic is to run an Obi-Wan and Mace pairing. And I think that if you can, you know, muster it, go in deep and bring in the uh, clone commandos from the Luminara box under Obi-Wan and then bring in Rex from the core set under Obi-Wan and then run in Mace's box basically by itself is a, a really fun place to, to play the game from. Commander
0: Pawns and the Advanced Recon Force? Is that what the R stands for? Sounds about right. They have the coolest Clone bullshit is the answer to that question.
1: Clone Mm. bullshit. You say that, but we have cool helmets now, right? Before, like, we were stuck with, like, the, like, stock helmets. That's fair. And now you bring, like, the two clone units that have the sweet helmets.
0: The Advanced Recon have, like, the Scout Trooper (laughs) helmets, right? Kind of from...
1: the best helmets.
0: (laughs) Kind of from, um... You know, kind of the like the scout troopers from Return of the Jedi and stuff, but it's the clones. So, yeah, it's it's a cool team. Like, if you want to play, like, two legendary Jedi with a bunch of cool clones, like, that's the way it works. You're fighting your way out of the arena. Have some fun with it. And you only got to paint eight models
1: to play. Eight. Like, if you wanted to play
0: fully painted, eight models.
1: Yep. I mean, that's a really... Like, this game is fun because I think that, like, even more so than... Crisis Protocol, this is a game that you can just pick up and basically just play. And it doesn't take very long to put things together. Like, for the the time that you would spend playing uh, more of, like, an army-based game, like, even if you're coming over from Legion, or, like, trying to recruit people from Legion, like, this is, like, your entire strike team, right? Two boxes worth of models, like, or squad, I should say, is, like, the same amount as, like, a single squad of infantry.
2: What is the... the... What's the bare minimum price to entry? It's what it's uh, 50 bucks for box. So that's a hundred. So yeah, it's going to be the core box. gonna be the cheapest way to do it. Yeah. It's basically
0: $140 retail for the core box
2: US dollars
0: to be fair. Um, And there's a bunch of places that have it at 20% off. So you can get it for less than that. But even if you just go support your local store, you have everything for two people to play the game for 140 bucks.
1: Yeah, like Boom. so like find a friend and like buy in, right? So like, I think that like both Dooku and Obi-Wan are really great, like second things to pick up because that's just like, they help define the corset's affiliations, which uh, I think is a, a really interesting place to start exploring a game.
2: I agree.
0: But man, I will say like more so than any game I've ever played, the core set models are really good. They do not feel immediately replaced. Whereas if you've come from other miniatures games, you're like, oh, you buy the core set, but then you almost immediately stop using everything in the core set. That's not the way that it is. We feel like half the core set at least is kind of fundamental to the game, no matter how competitive you want to be. There are just absolutely fantastic stuff in the core box that are just amazingly fun to play.
1: Yeah, I I want to add a core box is like, like incredible value.
2: Yeah. I want to add a caveat to that. And you see a lot of comments where a lot of people have fallen out of favor for Ahsoka and Anakin. And I I honestly disagree with that. I think Anakin is still very good. And I think Ahsoka is very, very good still. I just think people prefer to play something else um, or they didn't feel like Ahsoka was doing enough for what else they wanted to play. Um, so I would well, say incredibly. wait. So let's, don't don't, don't, me. wait, so let's to mention real
0: quick. Mention real quick for the listeners. The core set has four primary characters, which is Lord Maul from Clone Wars Season Seven, Ahsoka Jedi No More from Clone Wars Season Seven, and then Anakin, kind of based on like some time in the Clone Wars season. So like the general Anakin who's leading clones, and then you also have Asajj Ventress from like mid you know um mid clone wars so you got like four uh, really cool dynamic characters from the clone wars just right off the bat
2: and you can mix I would eyes. say I would say Anakin is probably mid like season 4 clone wars onward uh, that's where it I feels would like place it same
1: time that like he's facing off with Asaj.
2: like I feel like there's yeah. like I feel
1: like the uh... <laughs> uh the impetus for a lot of the inspiration in this goes back to the the Gindi cartoon as well like it's not just the, the Clone Wars that everybody knows and loves the the CGI Clone Wars I think this is also like the the Samurai Jack style Genndy cartoons that are another like amazing watch if you haven't seen those
0: I'm going to disagree with Sam here and be like fucking skip the Genndy shit hot what take Wild wrong, go you straight got, to Clone Wars
1: you have got to watch episode 2 right the worst Star Wars movie and then you watch the Gendi like entire series. And then you just start episode three and you can tell you they were made at the same time. Like that. Are that you trying to tell me the bridge?
2: Are you trying to tell me that you don't like sand?
1: <laughs> <laughs> My sons love the arena fight. It's one of their favorite like star Wars scenes.
2: That's the only good part of that movie. Let's be real. Like that arena fight. Skipped...
1: No, no, no. You're wrong. No. Uh, the chase through Coruscant is also like actually pretty solid. Dude, we I really like the character. The changeling
0: <laughs> um yeah. bounty hunter yeah. was super cool. But um so, Sam, do you so want to hit the first
2: hit... 10 minutes and the last twenty minutes?
0: Yes, you're not wrong, but we're not here to just bash on attack of the close. It's, really, it's the last um, 40 minutes to be fair. Sam, That's do you want to cover deployment and stuff real quick? Sure. So like, so how does features putting features your starting game... your
1: characters? Yeah. So one of the one of the craziest features of Shatterpoint is that you deploy without knowledge of what you're actually going to be playing on. You understand Love it. Uh, the, the, vague, the 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 vague vagaries, right? Which is like, you're going to basically be playing on a telephone keypad or a, a number pad of nine points. And some of those are going to become active over the course of the game and other ones are going to become active later. And they're kind of, you know, turn on and turn off as the game goes on. And so you deploy... And it's uh, you're going to deploy your your two strike teams based off of the primary. And so, like I said, there's a primary and then a secondary and then support units. And so you're going to place your primary, a uh, range two, which for the uninformed is three inches from the board edge. And then you're going to place the remainder of your units by default within a range one, which is one inch of them. And so you've got this range three from the board edge. Sorry, range two from the board edge, three inches. They gave you a tool for that, so it's great. And then you turn that tool sideways, or you use the uh, push-shove lightsaber tool, and you can slot your people in around your primary. Uh, if you run on pawns, you get to do that a little bit different, but uh, that's more advanced. And that's the, you alternate yeah, pretty simple. doing that. So I do that, then you do that, then I do that again, and then you do that. What's cool about it is that like, you can kind of streamline it because everyone's deploying in such a tight cluster, as soon as you see like the vague area of the board where your opponent's putting their people down, you can usually just start throwing out something either opposite it or opposed to it.
0: You do know where the terrain and stuff is at, so you can like, oh, I'm running sure. Mandalorians who have jetpacks. I want the Mandalorians on the side okay. with the higher elevation stuff, and I want like the clones, clones on the You're other side. Like, or... Where
1: are the ladders? <laughs> <laughs> Show me um... the ladders, please. <laughs>
0: All right. So let's dive into the struggle pack real quick. So Sam already said, right, that you're going to play on this kind of list telephone grid of nine points. That's the starting mission pack. Um, and it just tells you where to put those, those points on the board. You put all nine points out, but you don't know which ones are going to be active. So there is a nine card deck. Three of them are struggle one, three of them are struggle two, and three of them are struggle three. And What happens is, is at the beginning of the game, after you're done with deployment, you shuffle up the three cards that are the first struggle, and then you reveal one. And that just tells you which of those points are going to be active. And right now, the struggle deck is going to activate five out of nine of those points. And the middle line, like across the middle from left to right, is always active. But then which ones are active on the other side? right in front of you and right in front of your opponent shift from game to game. So you don't play the exact same game every time. And then whoever wins the first struggle then gets to kind of like have a little bit more say over the second struggle. You reveal the card, but there's two options. It's going to light up three different of those points And so whoever lost gets to go, okay, there's two options. I think option B is a little bit better for me because it's better based on where my characters are at. And then the same thing happens for struggle three, where you reveal the card, there's two options and whoever lost struggle two gets to kind of pick a little bit of where, you know, where those last three points are going to end up being. So where you're fighting on the board shifts. So it's not like some of the games where you're just like, oh, this is the only part of the board that we're fighting on. There may be a point that you neglect the whole game. And then third struggle ends up being one of the most important points on the whole board. And so you really like move around and like interact with almost all parts of the board, which makes it super interesting. Um, The way that the scoring system works is like of those five points at the end of your turn, you get a point for each spot that it's controlling, but you're not just like making a tally like that just keeps going up and up. It's a tug of war. So it starts at zero and Sam might score two points and then I score three and it like moves back and forth as you're trying to shift towards. And so it's, it's, it's this constant tug of war. There's no, if you've played other miniatures games, there's no like full 30 minutes of just like moving characters around to try to jockey for position in the first round of the game. You are immediately going, okay, who's going to which point I'm activating my five Oh, first clones. They are going to a point. They are thinking about where are they going to start controlling points from the very first activation. And and like, that's kind of the core of the game. You're into the action right of the way. You are moving to points. As soon as you are activating your first character, that character is probably moving to the center of the board and controlling a point. And then like whoever's activating second, good chance they're moving up and attacking someone. That's how quick you are kind of like into the action of the game. And it's it's super fun. You just have to be kind of like range two, which as Sam already said is like three inches from that objective so there's still like a
1: pretty big bubble three inches
0: yeah um (laughs) a a pretty interesting bubble that you're fighting over so you can you can be on the objective and still be far enough away that you're shooting someone because melee range is range two which is as we've already said three inches and so there's uh it's a little bit more than seven inches right because there's the token which is a little wider than or is the token an inch it's an inch Yeah. Okay. So you've got basically a seven inch diameter bubble. And so you can be in that and like, still be like having your droids shoot at some clones or something. Um, And so that makes it really fun, really dynamic. There's like almost everybody can kind of like get to those points right away. It's super fun. Um, And I do, I do tend to say that it's a little easier to come into Shatterpoint from being a board gamer being someone who's like played a lot of Euro games and strategy games and such. Whereas if you've come in purely from war games, you're gonna be like, Whoa, there's a lot of objective stuff going on. Like, yes, we attack but the primary thing is objectives. Not attacking is first and foremost. So it's in a lot of ways, it's like a a board game. There is a lot of attack for sure. You end up attacking basically every activation. But it, it feels like a really, really good, interesting board game that has amazing models that you also get to, like, hobby and paint. And so it has kind of, like, both of those elements. But I think that's all I was supposed to cover for this section. Nothing nothing too wild from Omnis here. Yeah. But um...
1: <laughs> I think I'd comment to how, how fast this game can be. So, like, I think that, like, the first, like, month and a half to even two months, you're going to play games that take, like, two to three hours of Shatterpoint. And then... Uh, something's gonna click between you and the people you are playing with, and like you can, you can knock out games of Shatterpoint in ninety minutes or less, like pretty quick once you get the hang of the rules. I think, and then I think you can get that timer even lower in a lot of cases. I
0: yeah. feel like the vast majority of games that I've played are like from the first activation to the last activation, an hour. Yeah,
1: like, like it's, it's it's a lot. I was being generous with the ninety minutes. Like that's, that's yeah, kind of like the the round timer. For event for the the rules and like that's like easy peasy,
2: yeah for sure. Uh, one thing that I want to add is when you're looking at the mission card, um, there is so much room for them to do anything that they want. So like this mission for shifting priorities can be exactly how it is, and then our next mission that we get could be completely different. We could have five points, we could have two points, we could have twenty points. Who knows? Because That's the map could be connection. completely different, and well, oh, you could though. Like if you look at how the card okay. is laid out, but you, we have nine you could. Right now. <laughs> right now we have nine. Yeah,
1: but
0: I, yeah I let's not get too hypothetical here. <laughs> I mean, this is for I, the my, new my, people.
1: My nine my point my my point
0: I'm trying to make down.
2: here. My point I'm trying to make Four here is the, the yes. There's only one mission in the game currently, but you also have nine submissions within that mission that are like what you're going to come across um and then for future growth of the game who knows what these other missions could be so if you play the game and you don't quite like shifting priorities like maybe that's just an objective you don't like um i would say don't count the game out because who knows what else is to come for missions yeah yeah
0: Great job, Dizzard. Confuse everyone. That made a lot of sense. Yeah, that's, that's love what I
2: love <laughs> it. Uh, that's what I'm here for. Alright, um, yeah, my point it. here is we're talking about terrain elevation and ingress points. So we talk about terrain. Um, I think terrain is actually super interesting in this game because one, it looks freaking cool. Uh, I love the terrain sets that AMG is putting out for this game. There's a bunch of 3D printing that people are doing already that you can find it as well. If you play Legion, that terrain pretty easily crosses over. And I know Jesse Eakin right from around. um Hello there. Hello there. Hello there! I'm Jesse and um,
0: Amon. Our podcast is fantastic. Wild Omnis approved.
2: Um like I know like he he's got a bunch of tables <laughs> planned out. There's so many different themes that you could do for your terrain. Uh, and then how terrain affects your game. You see a lot of comments of confusion when it comes to cover um, climbing and all these different things. Um, my biggest piece of advice is they wanted terrain rules to be extremely simple. That's how they read to me when I read the terrain rules is that like, they're super simple. And a lot of people are trying to overcomplicate them. Um, so in all honesty, when I'm you're reading these terrain rules. rules, you're not wrong. When, when you're trying to read the rules for terrain, read them as they are and take them for what they are. There's nothing. There's no gotcha with it there. Well, that was crisp. Um, <laughs> but when you're looking at the terrain stuff, it's I, like one of the biggest things That's I see scary. is like cover doesn't make any sense. Cause I have to have hunker to get cover. Um, cheers, Sam. Cheers. I'll cheers, cheers you. Yeah. I'm um, choosing Sam. Fine. i'm trying to make a good point here um but it's it's very much i think when it comes to the cover a lot of people find it nuanced because of the fact i need to have hunker i need to have this different situation going on um just take it for what it is it's obviously it's much simpler i like the way that it is where you have to have the hunker to get the cover uh other things with terrain is i feel like a lot of times people talk about how line of sight doesn't come an issue but i feel like that's because everybody just plays with gantries Put a building in the middle somewhere. Put a building that is taller than range two somewhere. And then see how your line of sight is affected. It's insane. When you act. I have range five But no. keep that out of here. But if you. but But that's what I'm saying though. Is like you actually make line of sight an issue to deal with. Then line of sight actually becomes an issue. When you see people talking about how line of sight isn't real in this game. It really is. It's just everybody's playing with nothing but gantries. And they put the buildings on the outskirts. And they don't become an issue because line of sight is never an issue in those situations. That's a good work, people. now. If you take a table, if you take a table and put a solid building that is taller than range two in the middle, now you're going to have some line of sight issues. You're going to have some line of sights like yeah. not be and made. Build some, some um, caves and
1: caverns and stuff too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You fight, like right down you're, down not, you're
2: not you're you not you're not stuck to like you're not stuck to the gantries. Um, that's what I would say about terrain. It looks cool. The rules are super simple. Don't overcomplicate them and do whatever you want with it. Uh, elevation is a super cool theme with this game, and I think they nailed it on the head. Um, they kept it simple. Very and, Star Wars. Yeah, like, like being I mean, able to jump. Does that mean and you
1: just need the high ground? You just need the high,
2: high ground? ground. You win. Um, let's be real. Like, you have the high ground, and <laughs> your it, opponent doesn't. Is does it, 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 it over?
1: It. Would, you say? Would you say it's over? It, it might be over. Do
2: but like it's, it's very elevation becomes a very interesting thing. And you start evaluating your character cards. Like how can I easily get up elevations? If I have a list, I've made lists before where all is like, this is shit. Like you don't have any jumps in it. How are you going to get up things? And I'm like, I guess scale. that's fair. Um, you don't have to scale. Um, like, like oh, let's look mistakes up
0: mistakes for me. I was about to say, but you're not wrong. I mean, Woody Harrelson very... and Wesley Snipes did say that white men can't jump.
2: <laughs> that's fair. I don't know the life. Um, But my point here with this is if elevation becomes very interesting when you're looking at your list building and your play and you can evaluate your opponent's list and say, wow, you don't have any jump or scale. And there's a lot of elevation on this map and not a lot of ingress points. um, I feel like I'm favored here. Um, And that's a very interesting.
0: What's an ingress point for the listeners?
1: Anybody can. Well, Ingress
0: Point
2: point is my next scene where I think ingress points are incredibly strong and going to be, honestly, a hard point for tournament organizers for a while until either AMG puts out something. What are they? Tell me what they are. Uh, (laughs) Don't talk about them until they know what they are.
1: 101 on this, please, sir. All right. So, an
2: ingress point is essentially. If I end within range one of a ladder slash ingress point, whatever I'm calling an ingress point, um, with a... Wait, what is an ingress point? I'm about to say that. <laughs> uh, an ingress... I just said that. Just it's a ladder or family. something that I'm calling an ingress point. We're not playing the Y game here. Um, right, but if I end a movement, so that includes dash, advance, or jump, or climb. Also, no, no, it specifically says advance, dash, or jump. Um, then within range one of an ingress point, then I get to end within range one of where the ingress point connects to another part of the train. What that means though, is I can't link my ingress points. I can't jump up at lingers point and then hit another ingress point off that because I didn't complete the first part of that. Um, I also can't do an ingress point. If I do a shove, if I'm shoved, I can't use an ingress point. If I take a follow up, I can't use an ingress point um climb i don't know i don't know if climb is on that list or not um i am double checking that now because you made me question but shit listeners if you're new
0: to this the concept is it's that there's some fucking ladders and shit on the board and if you end within close to it you can just automatically go up the ladder and that helps characters so it's not like mandalorians are the only thing you play they should be the only thing that you play hear
1: me out hear me out whoa you Whoa. just jump up there. You, you spend your climb. movement, action, climb. and you Climb. Just climb. But yes. You so can just cool always
0: thing. play Mandalorians because they're the best. <laughs> the best. Okay, so Jetpacks. I will say, best car. Uh, stronger to I will say,
2: yes, everybody can climb, but you can't climb if you're engaged. So that's a big thing. That's fair. That's um, fair. But like when it comes to ingress points, like it's very strong because you're essentially getting a range one from the ladder. To arrange one of the other side of the ladder, so you're essentially getting more. Climb works with ingress points. Winter says in the chat, um, so there's that. So those that's where really, the ingress points are strong. I do. God think- bless you, Winter. I thought Dizzard was crazy. I
0: just <laughs> needed you to confirm.
2: I couldn't remember, and I didn't want to say they were, and it be called. I
0: was it like, works. I cheated a whole bunch of wow. people because I climb and go up ingress points all the time.
2: That's um, Wild ominous shit here. The, the other biggest thing about ingress points that so I was talking about earlier for TOs is how many you put on the table and where they are is going to be a big thing, I think, to understand and think about when you're setting up these tables because you could absolutely overload a table with ingress points, and then you could absolutely no. short a table on ingress points, and then that makes yes. it difficult for certain lists, and that could actually dictate outcomes of games due to ingress points, and I believe that
0: 100%. So... I want to hop in here for a second. Wild Omnus time. Pow, 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 pow. My last name is literally two pews. Sam stole it from me. That's not his real last name. I'm Omnus two pews. This is too
1: wild. This is too wild.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) I just wanted to say like, if you pick up the core set and then maybe like a high ground set, it's really interesting. Just how many different ways you can set up a table. Like, Compared to some of the other games I played, you buy some terrain, you just drop stuff down. But you're like, how long do I want the gantries to be? How Which angles do I put them? And it can it really changes up the game every time. And I am really surprised by the impact that the terrain has on a setup and how fun it is to just like like, if you like Legos or Tetris, you might just fucking enjoy setting up a table. It's a blast. And Only I like 14, Legos so. and I love Tetris. So I fucking love setting up tables. This shit's fun as hell. Like, what can I do? Where can stuff fit? Like, oh man. And you're, sometimes you're just like, let me just drop this building right fucking here in the middle and see what happens. It's, uh, it's awesome. I love it. The terrain is like one of my favorite parts of Shatterpoint.
1: You know, one of my favorite parts of Shatterpoint is. Killing Dizzards, Darth Maul. Have you guys ever played a miniature game and you didn't know what to do? You are like, I don't know who I should go with. I don't know what I'm supposed to do in terms of strategy. What if the game told you? What if the game said, you should go with Rex? And you didn't really have much of a choice about that. You, you should could maybe go say, with Rex. not Rex. He's really good. And then it could give you someone else instead. But really, the point of this is that there's an order deck in this game. And so what happens is at the start of all of your turns, you're going to draw a card. And you get one chance to reserve, but once you put a unit in reserve, you're basically stuck with that unit in reserve uh, until you decide to go with that unit that's in reserve instead of drawing a card. So you're usually going to put a uh, strong unit in reserve, maybe something that you feel like it's a little early to go with in the round. Or maybe you've got someone that has a really cool trigger when they go into or come out of reserve. Another reason to put them there. Uh, so like this is kind of a, it's a game element, right? So there's three different states for these order deck cards. Like basically it's like in your deck or it's the card that's activating or it's the card that's in reserve or it's a card that you've used four states, I guess. Sorry about that confusion. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get even more confusing now. Uh, but basically the point is every character that you're going to bring is going to have a card. It's going to go in this deck. Then you've got one other card that can be anybody. Whoever you want. That's where we separate the. Yeah, the shatterpoint. Games. The 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 wheat from the shatterpoint, if you will. And uh, so the shatterpoint says that you can, when you draw the shatterpoint, you get to do whatever you want. Pick anybody on the table on your team. It's wild. With. Yeah, it it's might a wild be the wild omnis card. Mm, it's not. It's you don't know. For your for your order deck. <laughs> Everybody else has a card that they get to, you know, play for theirs, and. Again, you have this reserve area where you're gonna spend this game resource to put a card in reserve, but once you do that, you're just flying blind from that point until you use that reserve card and then you have that resource available again. So the point is that you're gonna have to like draw a card from this deck and then decide how to solve the problems that you have to solve this turn right now to score points or stop your opponent from scoring points next turn or win the struggle or figure out how to set yourself up for the next struggle if you're sure you're gonna win or lose the one you're on. And so the order deck is like a flow chart for you. It's the first point of the flow chart. From there, you get to make all the rest of your decisions. It's neat. It kills a lot of the analysis paralysis that has to do with these like alternating activation games where it's like, I don't know which one I should go with. Cause if I go with this one, then it unbalances over there. And if I go with this one, then it unbalances over there. And it's like, no, you have to go with this one. It's going to unbalance over here. What are you going to do about it? Solve your problems. It's neat. Got it. It's a board I, game.
0: I love that. It's just like, all right, here's the character you're going to do next. You're activating the Mandalorian super commandos. What are you going to do with them? <laughs> what's the coolest thing that you can do with them? Like, yep. this is who you're activating. And like, yeah, some of the time you can like tweak things and activate someone else. But most of the time, you're just, the game is just like, this is your next character. This is the character who can solve your problem for you. Figure it the fuck out. And it's fun because you're just like, what's the coolest thing I can do with them right now? And when you're playing Mandalorians, the answer is a lot of cool shit.
2: Everything.
1: you guys in these mandalorians
0: hey shout out to winter in the in the twitch chat and he just said that um another thing with the terrain is that you just get a ton of terrain in the new box and unlike a lot of other games you just don't get that much and there's actually a lot in the corset box and like you can totally play games with just that amount like it's cool to add like a little bit more but you could do that with like Fucking foam and shit. Like you can make some stuff. You can 3d print some stuff. You don't have to buy anything else, but it is cool. Just how much comes in the core box. And that's a great shout out by winter. Who's an awesome patron of the show. We love winter, super interactive in our discord. Um, Yeah. Just wanted to
1: toss it in there. Ask him for a Sam or an Obi-Wan. (laughs) (laughs) he's got three (laughs) no reason (laughs) yeah
0: brother's got three of them Uh, all right are we what you got next oh yeah i love talking anybody who knows me (laughs) knows i love talking about games (laughs) um so i want to talk a little bit about the dice in shatterpoint so you ah. get different offense dice than you have defense dice. It's pretty simple. They've got their own custom symbols. So you're, not, you're not rolling um, just like six-sided dice with numbers on them. The eight-sided attack dice have one critical success, three strikes. I know I've been saying hits, but I see people occasionally on social media complaining that people call that stuff hits. Three strikes, which are basically <laughs> like your basic success and then two expertise sides, and then two failure sides. Failures are like, you fucked up, and I'll explain expertise in a second. Don't worry, Wild Omnis will get to that shit. Um, defense dice are real simple, like two blocks, two expertise, and then two nothing. Um,
1: count it out. So, what? Like Count it out. I feel like that's one of the things that takes the longest early on in the game, and it's very expedient once you get used to it. Oh yeah, for
0: sure. Um, And so one of the really cool things is that you're always rolling like kind of a fun amount of dice, right? Like I've played games where you end up like rolling like two or three dice and that is not as much fun as rolling seven. (laughs) Let's let's just be straight up on, (laughs) like straight up seven dice is fun. And so even when you're playing like 501st clones, they're rolling seven dice on their attacks. And, but the thing is, Every character has what we call a damage tree, which is kind of just this, like, you know, if you imagine, like, what a family tree looks like, or just, like, various options down a path, you you get to, like, you have, sometimes you have multiple places where you start, sometimes you always start in the same place, but you get to make decisions, like, oh, well, this character has a bunch of damage if you go one path. Or like say on Asajj Ventress, she has another path that's not as much damage, but just layers status effects on people. And you get to like make that decision. Every time you attack, you're like, I have this many successes over how many blocks my opponent has. And this is like how far I get to go down my tree. And then you choose where you go. And it's super interesting. It makes every attack kind of dynamic and interesting. Where you're like, am I trying to wound this unit? Or am I just trying to get status effects? Or am I trying to shove them off of an objective? Um, and then, and so like primary characters, like a fucking General Anakin, who's like just murders everything, his damage trees are insane. You're like, oh, I got three successes. You're dead. But then you, like, roll on, like, the 501st clones and you have, like, three successes and you're, like, take one damage and you're going to have a little hard time moving, you know? Like, it's nothing too crazy. You get one. Uh, You get one (laughs) through.
2: Yeah, three successes on clones is a a lot. Let's
1: It's a pin. And then the next one shoots and they do the same thing and it's a damage. Yeah. You're pinned and damaged. I will say the
0: status effects in Star Wars Shatterpoint are really impactful. There's four of them. One is, like, you don't get expertise on your next attack. You don't get expertise on your next defense. You can't. The next time you would move, you don't. The next time you do some shit, take a bunch of damage. Like, those are the four main status effects. And they all suck. You never want them on your characters. But it will happen, so deal with it. Um, But then to explain expertise, every dice has expertise on it. So what does that mean? Well, on an Anakin or something like that, most of his expertise are like, here, get some more critical successes that nobody can block because Anakin should murder everything because he's kind of a murderer. Have you watched Attack of the Clones? The children and the women, too. They're all dead.
1: Um, That's not Attack of the Clones. (laughs) Well, that, yeah. that is, but... The- yeah, that was totally Attack of the Clones. Yeah. He killed the right. Sand People. I got I got locked in on younglings for some reason. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah I mean, because that's,
0: that, that's a fun moment. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a fun moment. But I was going Attack of the Clones <laughs> as a shout back to our earlier part of the episode. Just because I'm wild doesn't mean I can't, you know, that's fair. That's fair. bring continuity. No. Um, that's, that's
1: like the... Uh, but the then
0: cow. also, no. your expertise on sure. blocks. You know, if you're like B1 battle droids, your blocks aren't that great you will take a lot of damage, but your, your, your,
1: your expertise
0: on on, like general Obi-Wan are like, fuck you. I don't take damage. I'm general Obi-Wan bitch. And, and so it's also really cool that you will have characters that may not have great expertise on their defense, but have insane expertise on their offense. Um, You also have, for primaries, like for General Anakin or General Obi-Wan or Lord Maul, like, these characters have two different stance cards. So you can switch between them. And they often have really interesting decisions where, like, Anakin has a tree that's all fucking damage, That's just Murder Town USA. It's just Sam just glorifying, killing all of his oh, opponent's stuff.
1: it feels good, too. Yeah,
0: but then his other side isn't as much damage, but it's a ton of pushes. It's still really good
1: on that side because it's only hits.
0: You're not going to kill people as often, but you may still (laughs) shove people off points. Um, (laughs) And then there are other characters down the road that like have a tree, like say Darth Maul's got a side that does more damage in melee, but has like his other side is like I will throw a fucking lightsaber at you and push you off points and then reposition. And, like, that's one of the other cool things about the damage trees is that they're not just damage, they're status effects. They're, oh, like, I was playing Gar Saxon, who's one of the Mandalorians the other day. He was in my deployment, he had not moved yet. And, like, the B1 battle droids were on the other side of the table, on the furthest objective, basically, from him, all the way, like, range two away from that objective, as far away as possible. And my opponent was like, I don't think you can get there. I'm like, this is Gar Saxon. He can get there. He didn't like do it, but he like walked, (laughs) jumped, and then like got a free focus action because he was near Mandalorians. So he got to roll extra dice and then he shoots them and then he gets two pushes and a jump from his successes. And he was on the point. He was there. He didn't quite kill them because he didn't have enough damage, but he was literally, he just totally crossed the whole board because he's a Mandalorian and Mandalorians are the best. Have you seen the show? It's got three seasons already. Mandalorian's rule. But yeah, the damage trees and the dice are a really fun dynamic part of Shatterpoint. I could not, could not praise it enough
1: over a random element of the game that you're like, Hey, here's this thing. And now I get to make decisions. Like I, I rolled random dice, you rolled random dice. And now I get to make decisions. It's a really fun space for a game to explore.
2: I, what I love about it is, I feel like it defines your character's effectiveness and like what they're doing in combat, and it really gives flavor to each character. Like Anakin's going to do a shit ton of damage off the bat, and then you have somebody like um, Mother Talzin who could completely control you to oblivion, um, and then Vader who could do a bunch of damage, and Obi Wan who's going to heal a whole oh, Obi Two who's going to heal a whole bunch, and maybe some shows and like like it's very i feel like they're really on point with their theme for their damage trees and their expertise and they really define these characters in combat
0: there's a like we didn't really have like a specific section for this but i just love that darth maul sorry lord maul because right. he's not a Sith, really, <laughs> at this point. Um, Lord Maul and Django Rewards. both have basically the same ability that like pulls a character towards them, but Darth Mauls expose them so that they're easier to kill, and then Django's pins them so they're harder to get away. Like it's sister, just little shit like that too. that just works.
2: Sister has it too, but doesn't do anything besides pull them. We don't talk. It costs two. It costs two, it pulls, it does nothing else. Uh, but talking about abilities, uh, character abilities are really what your characters are doing actively or reactively on the battlefield. Like we just talked about with Maul being able to pull somebody and get them expose, Django being able to pull somebody and give them pin. Um, you have abilities that could add dice. You have abilities that could add damage. Um, these are really like your what you're building your characters around uh, on top of their damage trees. They're more def- definition of the characters and what they're doing on the battlefield. And I tell you what, AMG is just like chef's kiss when it comes to theme when, on Shatterpoint and these characters. Like so far, every character I've played, I was like, this feels like Lord Ball. This fe- feels like Django. This feels like Mother Talzin. Um, because of their abilities and their trees and their expertise. And all these things combined just feels so good. Um, the cool thing about abilities that... Um, it we feels so
0: you. good. <laughs> God bless dessert.
2: One of the cool things about abilities is there's... Uh, sometimes on damage trees, you can actually hit a active ability off of your damage tree, um, which is really cool as well. Uh, but these That's active really abilities are really... Different ways that you can affect the battlefield from pulls, pushes, damage, extra dice on different things. Really cool things that you're usually spending force, which is your economy in the game, um, for different things. And you also have reactive stuff to where if my opponent does something or I have something, like we talked about Mandalorians, Mandalorian moves, a reactive ability would be of a Mandalorian moves within two of another Mandalorian. They get to react and get something extra because Mandalorians are stronger together. Um, and you have Damn all these reactors. right. They are <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Mandalorians. And then you also have where your primaries, I don't think anything else, but a primary has it currently is their signature identity abilities, which could for almost like c- compared to other games be almost like your big leadership ability. Um, your like while you're playing that force and the thematic going behind it. Like Vader, I could make my people take damage so they get more dice. Maul is I get to not use force and take damage instead of using force. Um, all these different abilities that just add more layers to what you're building with your strike teams and they're super cool. Uh, the biggest things to pay attention to when you're looking at uh, character abilities is You can only do one, like you can do a active ability once per turn and a reactive ability once per turn, and you can only do a reaction, do one reaction to a triggering event. So if I have uh, two triggers, or I have one trigger that could trigger two different abilities, like coordinated fire is a big one. Uh, I am running all clones and I have a shot I'm taking. I can only use one coordinated fire. I can't use both. Um. Nothing. Um. So, so there's a bunch of different things that go on here and nuances that come from the rules and all that. Can, can we but explain about, what
0: coordinated so... fire is for just a second? Like, uh, coordinated so fire is, is I
1: Mandalorians.
0: So, when so one character cool is shooting video. someone. There are other characters who have an ability that might trigger awesome. and just go boom, take some extra damage here, get a status effect, or here yep. I get to move. It's just something that triggers where someone's making an attack and then uh, somebody else triggers an effect off of that attack. That's what coordinated yeah. assaults or it's a it's a clone coordinated fires
1: are. It's largely yeah. baked into the clone, like absolute
2: keyword. Well, you got Clones other things to do. It uh, a lot which is why most people don't know
1: what it does because nobody likes
0: clones they all play mandalorians also false um
2: but death (laughs) of has got it now padme's handmaidens have it um so it's cool it's it's there uh the other big thing to look at is your keywords Uh, keywords will be those texts at the bottom of your card that basically says like what this character was like known to be their race their alliances like you could have uh if they're mandalorian which Mandalorian, Jedi, Force User, Sith, Dark Force User, whatever. If you're a shitty um, clone,
0: you know that too. You know? True. Like Cl- Cody.
2: <laughs> uh anyways. Words,
1: uh, are <laughs> words. Are, clones are living beings.
2: <laughs> when you're looking at your keywords, a lot of this comes down to like where you're getting your synergies and your abilities tie into this a lot of them reference certain keywords. Like if you are a Galactic Republic on coordinated fire. Then you can actually trigger coordinated fire. If you're not Galactic Republic, then you're not triggering it. Um, Dathomirian with Mother. If you're playing a Dathomirian, they get to heal one if they did a damage, um, or recover one rather. Nice. So like you have these keywords that go across these different abilities, and that's really where your synergies come from with this game. So I could take a list of completely different models with no keyword synergy. But then I'm gonna be missing out on a lot of my abilities that these characters have, like scoundrel, like scoundrel that has nothing to do with the game, <laughs> like yeah.
1: currently. <laughs> yeah, but, but sometimes there's just cool run shit. Two like there's primaries with it now. Soon, soon, right? Bocatan. If
0: you're a Mandalorian near Bocatan, you're just like here. Make it harder to push. Make it harder to get damage, and like here. Heal just for being a Mandalorian because you're cool and you're better than everyone else.
2: Yeah. Um <laughs> that kind of wraps up. Is there anything else you wanted to hit for basics? Because I have a question I mean, for you both.
1: I mean, because it's like two well, separate think... teams and then premieres a separate format that might add two more. Yeah, true. Right. So, like no. you're looking at a core set and a couple of boxes, and you should basically have like if if, if you buy in with somebody else, you split a core set, you each buy two other boxes. You've basically got a start into the game real easy peasy. Yeah.
0: I did want to say, like, if you're in chat right now to Twitch, we're gonna have a point, we're gonna like go through some stories of like cool moments that have happened in our Shatterpoint games. And so if you wanna get one of those stories onto the episode, put that shit in Twitch chat and also note if you want it read in the wild Ominous voice. That's important All right, so for some people. Some
2: stories i have a question for both of you to go along with this we're titling this the point of shatterpoint if you could sum up in really quickly i'll try my hardest what is the point of shatterpoint (laughs) (laughs) to play a fair fun game to put mandalorians
0: on the table and prove why they are better than clones wow that is so
1: like targeted (laughs) (laughs) like, <laughs> that, that is actually very. <laughs> I challenge. have a
0: brand, and I'm sticking to it. I mean, I also Honestly, largely have a brand. I play the good guys.
2: <laughs> Honestly, I feel like. Oh, wait, a, wait, I, wait! I,
0: Are clones I, the good guys? They literally no. just helped create the empire. Good guys? Um, Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. It's a. It's, <laughs> just, right. it's a. It's a character development story. It name. is.
2: So. For me, I, I actually very much think the way that Shick sums it up is the best way to put the game. It's a point of a Star Wars story where shit hits the fan and you're battling it out with a iconic IP and the dice are fairly fair, characters are fairly fair, and honestly, like I will say, Shatterpoint has some of the most fairness and most balance out of the gate that I have played in the game in a long time. I feel like I could take anything out of like what's available to me currently to the game store and play with a buddy and feel like I have a chance to win as long as the list makes sense. I can't, like, just be like, I'm gonna play this, this, and this because as Dizzer said I could play anything. Um, it has to make keywords. sense, yeah. Use think your keywords. keywords, like, it doesn't have to be 100% synergized, but like, get some synergy going. But I feel like you could easily play what you want to play in this game and have a chance of having fun and winning, and that's what or, I love about Shatterpoint. Yeah.
1: Mike, my, my, So like going back to your your bit about keywords, I would say that like the more abilities you put into a squad that are asking you to check for a keyword, the more of that keyword you should probably run in your squad.
2: Yeah. Uh, some question in the chat from Darth Dion. Uh, question about triggering effects. If the clones attack, is each character's attack a different triggering effect? It is... But you can't trigger the same coordinated fire. So if I have, uh, and plus clones can't trigger their own coordinated fire off their own unit; it has to be other unit is doing yeah. the attack. Um, so, like if training. I'm saying I'm saying five of first, and I'm playing two twelve, I am saying i am saying 5 1st and i am playing 212th, i can not trigger my own coordinated fire and then trigger their coordinated fire. I can only trigger their coordinate, like the uh, the five twelve. You, trigger, or you, you whatever, have one opportunity. 12s.
1: You're doing the attack. Yeah. You have one opportunity. Choose your reaction well. But
0: you could, like, say, if the 501st are attacking, right, there's two units, or there's two characters in that unit, the first 501st attacks, and they get coordinated fire from the 212th, right? Mm -hmm. And then the other one attacks, and it gets coordinated fire from Sabe. Like, Mm -hmm. you could trigger a different coordinated assault off of each of those attacks.
2: Absolutely. Uh, Dion. Sorry. Dion. Dion. Jesus,
0: Dizzard. Could you at least uh, pronounce other... his name right? Oh. He's hanging out in our Twitch chat. Be respectful.
2: Also, Winner said in the <laughs> chat, I feel like it is what AMG have said to, the, to have those cool Star Wars moments play out on the table. And Darth Dion says, the point is to have fun battling with cool Star Wars miniatures. And I, I completely agree with that. Like, it's such a fun game. If you love Star Wars and you wanted a good Star Wars miniatures game, just give it a shot. Like, it's so much fun. Yeah. I mean, I'll say...
0: Easy. I am, a, I am a person who is very heavily about what the gameplay is like, how balanced it is, how competitive it is. But the game has got to look cool to me. I have got to like the aesthetic of the game. And man, do I love the miniatures for Shatterpoint. When you're like looking at Anakin and his lightsaber actually looks like Anakin's lightsaber and has those details. You're like, how fucking this thing is like five millimeters long. And it yeah. looks like his lightsaber. And you look well, at I mean, Obi-Wan's, and o- Obi-Wan's looks like his lightsaber. I fucking love that little shit. Oh, my God. Pieces. like,
2: like, like chick said. Don't forget Mace. Uh, Will Chick said in an interview that when they do, like, their models, they have to get it approved by Disney, which means that they have to have the right number of pouches. They have to have the right boots on. They have to have I love the right, the
1: pouch count. like, Pouch count. Yeah, like What's your pouch
2: cow. Could <laughs> you imagine I mean, I, being I, the I, guy
0: at Disney who's like, could you verify the right number of pouches for this guy? Oh man!
2: So it's like a it's very like, huge like the Rob Lister, Lister,
0: character. Oh man! Could you imagine?
2: Poster. I want a pouch, man. For yeah. Anyways, can um, you
0: imagine like putting that on I your resume? Like I, I was like, the pouch guy back. at Disney. I real. verified the right number of pouches on everything. <laughs> that was my job. Pouch oh, guy, right. Dizzard,
2: um, Pouch guy. I want Pouch guy. I would. I want. I want, want a Pouch guy model. Awesome. Thank you, Darth. Vader. Yeah. Um, do you want to move into the Chamber of Judgment, and then we'll get into some stories?
0: Yeah, let's do let's do Chamber of Judgment. So, okay. Um, whenever I move, so when I moved to miniatures games from card games, one of the biggest questions I got was just about dice as your randomization mechanic. And even when I started, I started with Star Wars minis, the Wizards of the Coast game that used a fucking D20, which is not good, but I still felt like (laughs) the randomness of like a card deck was way worse than the randomness of a D20 used for attack rolls. And then when you take something like Shatterpoint that has the expertise system and like it, Yes, it's random and it shakes up, so not every game is the same and not every attack is predictable. I don't really feel like the games are decided by dice. The dice <laughs> just you give, the give you flair. They, no, no, they give you versatility. They give you um kind of a like, hit the tree. dude, fucking play There's Mother Talzin against Vader and be like, bro, oh, I don't sure. care that you killed that guy. I just push you off the point so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, Enjoy yeah. your wound. Yep. Nerd. not
2: talk about that. I'm just okay. talking about hitting no, full trees.
1: No, I mean, you're gonna hit no. So full trees, you bring
2: Vader. <laughs> no, but I think that's <laughs> one of the coolest things about Shatterpoint is I've had games where I got seven wounds on my opponent, and they yeah. got one, maybe two wounds, and they was still won. The game.
1: Was that before ours That was that before like sisters? Because like I feel like the I'm the not pre- going to answer that pose... question. Is is like a is a legitimate thing that's but, happening right but now. But my my point
2: my point here though is I could be feeling like I'm getting completely like knocked out of the knocked out of the water, and I'm losing characters left and right.
1: Sure, but so still You still
2: have a chance to win the game,
1: and still which there. is cool. Like, those characters are still like but like, like there.
2: Talking talking about dice randomization. Uh, currently, the only there's like very few ways to increase your dice consistency, and that's like either increasing your dice count or you have mace who has rerolls and um cody that gives rerolls. other than that it's increasing your dice counts with vader or focus or uh sharpshooter impact those that have that uh that yeah. type of stuff like that's the only yeah. dice consistency you get in the game that being said i have played multiple miniatures games that are dice and card mechanics um And I will say Shatterpoint, by far, to me, feels like the most fair dice game that I have played. Like, I love the dice randomization because the expertise fixes certain things. The damage tree fixes certain things. I could roll a shit ton. I could spike my dice. But if I'm playing a character where their tree isn't that great, the dice spike doesn't really matter. Like...
1: I could roll. Crit, crit, That's crit, the thing crit, about crit? rolling those seven dice for the clones, right? Is it like yeah. you're
2: not actually? Like you're even not doing, if you like get like, you're doing seven.
1: You, I'm gonna take but, seven steps down my four-step tree. Like you're getting four steps down that thing. But,
2: but I, I feel, feel like there. AMG has built in so many different like things to go into their dice randomization, from the expertise to the damage tree, that it almost mitigates the spikes. It mitigates the lows. Like you're like so you have characters that can roll one success and still next thing you know they're still pumping out five damage. Like it's like no. like this character is supposed to kill. Um, like not five so I well uh, I think you there's three. Three. Two, three three yeah. But still like I, like as, yes there, I'm, he's I'm used to
0: playing ball, clones like, so he's used to them not doing anything.
2: Go easy fair. on him. Um, like my my point my point <laughs> I think my point Archer stands here changer, though is. <laughs> No, I still think my point stands here, though, is that I think Shatterpoint does dice right. I have felt the most Perfect. fair dice in any miniatures game that I have played, from War Machine, Malifaux, Flames of War, uh, Malifaux uses cards, uh, Guild Ball, uh, MCP. Um, like I have felt the You're most fair going dice. to get to in activate
1: your units in Shatterpoint. Yeah, so like dice, dice fairness. I agree with you. You're also always going to get to activate that unit. Like there is like basically never a moment where you don't get to activate that unit.
0: Not basically it might be the last there is time. literally no situation that ever comes up <laughs> where you don't get to activate Anakin at least
1: uh um, Sure. I think Django Fett might throw that math off just a little bit. Uh in okay. a specific situation. Theoretically
0: okay. in a very strange um, situation. It view. is That's a lot of awesome. like,
2: one. Is damage. that because he's like kind of Mandalorian, but not really?
0: I mean, when you're playing Mandalorian, he's just a simple with
2: man with Beskar armor, trying to make it is his better. Way through
1: the galaxy. And I'm yep. just saying
2: that, like, he's the
1: care. one. He's the one. Piece also, in this game that I want to. He's include played
0: by I one of the game. coolest actors in all of Star Wars.
1: Just I saying. mean, I have enough copies of that actor in my Strike Team already, Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: well, so I think the main point
1: that we're <laughs> trying to make on dice <laughs> that should just be the is, name of
0: <laughs> is that if you're used to <laughs> card games or something, the dice give you a randomization element. But it's actually a whole... Like, the curve is a lot more mitigated than you would expect. Like, play it. Dice do not determine the outcome of games in most situations. It's how well do you respond to the dice? How good are your decision makings? Yeah. Every activation. Like, can you come up with cool shit? Like, it is... I feel like there's two dice ways make to it... roll dice
1: in this game. There's two ways to roll dice in this game. The first way is you're just fishing for crits. You're just going to roll whatever you roll and you're like, I hope I get a crit through. Uh, if it gets somebody that cancels crits, then you're like, well, I'm probably not doing anything, and that's fine. Whoopsie. The other way you roll dice in this game is to roll a bucket of them, because you're like, all right, uh, Obi-Wan's going to jump and then take Vader damage, and then I'm going to roll 13 dice at this problem, and I'm going to see what happens. And I guess there's a third way, which is to just like be like, what if I just didn't roll dice with like Obi-Wan two, and just be like, oh, this, what if this attack was just over, and nothing happens? But that's how I think you roll dice in this game. Personally, I think you just like you're like, ah, I will roll dice and we'll see what happens. And you get like like one or two steps on your tree, or you're rolling dice and you're being like, I'm just gonna get this whole tree, because that's how this is gonna work,
2: because you're exposed to 13 dice. To and I'm playing Vader.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna uh winter shout it out in chat, and I'm I'm just gonna do this wild omnis style. One of the great things about dice is what Diz was saying. There are enough layers for AMG to pull to make the dice feel right. Seven attack dice on the 501st feels like nothing. Feels like shit. It's garbage. Seven attack dice on Anakin, that's hot shit. That's awesome. Expertise combat trees makes a massive, wild, ominous difference. Pow! pow, pow,
1: pow, pow. Thanks, so Winter. Troopers.
0: <laughs> uh, all,
2: right. all right, well, uh, I think we did
0: our chamber of judgment. Let's. Yeah. So, listeners, like, we usually do this in like a totally reverse order, but we wanted if you were new that you just like got to go right into the main topic and understand things. But we usually do the Chamber of Judgment after kind of like our introductory section where yeah. we talk about what we've been drinking and what we've been playing, and so that's what we're gonna fucking do now.
1: Right now? Oh, like right now?
0: Right, right now.
1: now? I think right now. Time. Now, actually, no. I think lot, no, like I old now. And go first.
2: Yeah, no desert should go next okay, no, okay. Diz- well first of all Diz. okay okay i, I got Diz. this okay so first of all i would like to big a well get i would like to big i would like to give a big shout out to our patrons those who support us and help us with what we fuck yeah so. uh you guys are great um we have a super secret channel for the patrons in our discord and they get to preview that and i would want to i just the biggest thing I can say about our patrons is they are amazing because they keep that channel alive and they keep our general channels alive too. Um, they're, they're always our, talking producers. all over the
1: Amen. place. Amen. Yep. And and on top of that, like they're they're knowledgeable dudes about the game. Like they're here for a reason too. And like, yeah. they might make more content than we do in those channels. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're not wrong, man. I love I love our patron channel. And Thank you. We call it the Palace Rotunda after um Jabba's after Jabba's palace and like all the chat and there's always a blast. And so, um, that group of nerds really, really helps keep this going. Absolutely.
2: All right. Uh, let me go to our Rose Cantina segment. Um, We, uh, what I'm playing, painting, drinking, whatever it may be. First of all, I'm wearing my favorite Vader shirt. um, and then drinking Sour Monkey. It's a good classic for me. Um, I had it in the fridge. It's good to go. Uh, painting. Speaking uh, of brands. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not sponsored. Uh, I've tried. Uh- <laughs> Did they even respond? Did you get a response? No. An it- <laughs> no, they never ah. responded. <laughs> um, my God, I hope us. one
1: day. Like, there, were, there are dozens of us. Did you just send them the the jean shorts? I kept? hope that
0: one day there is a listener. Who works for Sour Monkey? That could be like, "Diz, I will connect you." We like, we'll we'll you, at least send you like a Sour I, I, Monkey we, we shirt send them or a something. Shatterpoint
1: corn set. And be like, "Hey, here." that would be pretty cool.
2: Um. Uh, uh, anyways. Uh. Painting. Uh. Shatterpoint wise, I think I'm. i wait- waiting for my mother, and so I haven't had anything to paint for Shatterpoint actually. Um. But I'll be getting mother soon and probably. be paying her up. Um. I have everything else painted. So. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what am I playing? Uh, mother and Mall. Mother and Mall. Mother and Mall. Uh, and then maybe some Mother and Mall. Um, I did try <laughs> out a proxy game using CAD. And holy shit, I love CAD's box. Like, that is, it's so hard because I love playing Mother and Mall. But CAD is very, 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 very close second to Mother for me. Um, yeah. If I was doing Premiere, I'm playing Mall, Mother, cad and vader and that's where i'm going and i'm 100 happy with that wow. i think Cad's sick um his box just clicks it's so much fun to play um but mother and maul is amazing if anybody has not played it yet and you have issues with the whole kill meta that's going on right now with vader and grievous and all that type of stuff going on uh give mother Mall a chance and you will bring, be like wow I, <laughs> as long I as i can get mother before swear. nova i got you yeah. Um, like
1: 400,000 <laughs> units on order.
2: That's Maybe what we got. 40, uh let's 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 go ahead and move over to Sam. Sam, what are you playing, painting, <laughs> drinking, whatever it may be? All
1: right. So, I'm drinking some Friar joe. It's from a uh local Greenville, South Carolina brewery called Southern Growl. And uh it's good. It's a Belgian. It's a it's a double fruits and coffee digging it. A it's a trip, what? It's a double.
2: It's a Belgian it, double. It's it's a it's a, du- it's a double double. Duble, du- duble. Du- double. Double? That means it duble. hits the back of your throat twice as hard.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm really trying not to be sexually inappropriate here, and then you say something like that, Desert.
1: <laughs> anyway, Sam, what you playing? <laughs> well, I broke up with Anakin, and now I play two Jedi Masters. So, uh, Plan wow, that is like a major. double burn to Anakin. Can we just like
0: <laughs> savor that for a moment? We're like, you're gonna be on the council, but you're not a master.
1: Oh, suck it, Anakin. No. Now we got <laughs> two masters. Now we know, what
2: and it's doing. made too. That's the best part. You're playing,
1: <laughs> <laughs> suck oh, it,
0: Anakin. So Go to the dark you're side stupid. where you belong. <laughs> oh,
2: like,
1: like the same amount of damage over his first two trees. So it's like, it's so great. You're just like, yep, yeah. oh, it feels so right. Uh, so I've been doing that. Arf's are a game changer. Commandos are cool. And uh, I'm still addicted to Rex. I'm not sure if he's actually the best spot for that role anymore. But uh, it's uh, that's, that's what I've been practicing with. And now i got to get it panned up for Nova. That'll be fun. Hard to
2: give up on Rexy, boy. I all right, just, well, quick, like, Rex, if, like as a character. What do you so you're you're going to play uh, I I'm hoping to play Wouldn't Mother mole like to know. Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> you just told me. If you're doing all this yeah, work it, it and was you don't it was all jumbled. If you don't play Mace Obi at Nova, I'll be like, are you okay? Are you not you're you're a clone <laughs> of Sam. You're not really Sam. Um I mean,
1: all this work might be like a bit of a stretch, but uh anyway, So yeah. A lot of, a lot of hobbyists are like, ah, oh, you know, like I just want, I only want to play painted. I don't want to do this. And so like, I like to play painted models. Um, I don't like to play gray stuff, but at the same time, my like new year's resolution for this year in my, my hobby craft was to play less like painted models. Cause I rushed too many paint jobs. And so now I have this new approach where I basically just like get things to a bare bones level of tabletop. And, uh, I'm trying not to cause any permanent damage to the uh, long-term plans for the models. That's like my current hobby focus, so that's what I'm going to be bringing to Nova. It's going to be a um, bunch of models that have that level level of quality to them. I have,
2: <laughs> I have a big thing I'm going to say here right now. If you listen to the cast and you come up to me and you say, "Yo, where's my sticker at Nova?" I have a bunch of Star Wars stickers that I will give you. Not all of them. I'll give you, give you a couple. I got I got a couple for you. I keep handpicked. Yes. Could
0: you could you yes got you. Could you all do me a favor if you see yeah. Dizzard? At Nova, could you just say "Dizzard"? Stick it to me instead of <laughs> "Where's my sticker"? Wow, <laughs> just for me, for my benefit, because I think that would be me, funnier.
2: If comes up, someone comes up to me and says "Stick it to me," I'll probably give them two stickers. Uh... Yes, <laughs> or stick it to, get to their nice. forehead. I, yeah, yeah uh, dark <laughs> Dion, sorry this is late in the conversation why is five dollars the lowest patreon i like to support several shows but several shatterpoint pack casters seem to have a minimum tier of five dollars having a one dollar month tier might help you get more patrons um number one it's not about the money um like like i guess like having a one dollar not having a one would kind of s- say otherwise but like it's really like we just like what is the most common thing for patreon and let's just make one tier and make it that um so that's why we settled on five dollars because it's the most common thing across the table across all patreon experiences that we've had in the past from different shows and all that so we kind of went with the average and then just give that average patreon donation point um everything like we only have one tier and they get everything that we do for patreon
1: Well, we're new i think and we're bad at this it, <laughs>
2: that's true. And that's also, also have zero. Policy. I mean, I think I
0: can partially take so like, responsibility for whether this, this is a good a or a bad team. decision. I have patron tiers for my other cast and we do like a dollar a bonus episode and it just gets kind of chaotic. And so we just decided to keep it real simple. Like you get access to the bonus discord, you get access to the bonus episodes, you get access to everything that we do that's bonus. It's just $5 a month. So if you want to support us, and we totally understand. Like, if, if it's not a thing that you can do, no big deal. We just right. wanted something there for people who wanted to support us.
1: Desert and I do a different podcast called The Rogue Agents. We only have a $1 tier. You could go over there and I'll send you screenshots of uh, everything
0: that <laughs> happens. Dude, that seems like a lot of work. I I, I will pay Clip for notes. his It'll $1. Just
1: It'll only be the things that like. I will you know, send him like, the hey, like, $1 just, just to like, hey, make him shots. make you, you do go.
2: that.
0: Yeah. That would be hilarious.
1: <laughs> Careful what you wish
2: uh, for. Uh hey the Patreon is cheap. Looks like it was a hello there picture. Hey, we don't we, hey, <laughs> we, love hey my... we love Jesse and we love Jesse and Amon here.
0: <laughs> Dude, they do next level stuff. They're running like bonus leagues. They That's do follow through. We have none they of They do <laughs> so much stuff and they like next level Hello kids. There is awesome. Like <laughs> my favorite show that is not something that I'm on.
2: Sam. Darth Dion already supports Rogue Agents. Dude, screenshots incoming, man. <laughs> just
1: tell me what you want to
0: see. Yes! Yeah, Dion, you're my favorite person now. I cannot believe that you are making Sam do this. This is amazing. Um, <laughs> Sam, are you done with your cantina section? Is, um, am I uh, supposed to talk? I
1: think so, yeah. like Friendship ended okay. with Anakin. We were best friends. How
0: with do now. You were you like the Anakin guy on the show. I don't want to no, be, be the Anakin, Anakin guy.
1: Anakin. I want you to be. It's time for you. Why am I on.
0: the guy who likes Anakin the most on the show? That I don't is know. not Why do
1: you okay. like Anakin kids and sand people. God. The women in the children, I, too. Like,
2: I, okay, to be fair, yeah. I love Anakin, but he ain't Maul. So.
1: Mace. I think Anakin's Dude, good. Mace is literally ain't like the no first character in this game that I went like, okay, I got this. Like, I, I felt like he. So if you're still listening, maybe you care about this. And if you don't, I'm sorry. But basically, I'm not sorry. I came into First this game, game being like, I want to play the good guys. Neither. I'm tired of playing the bad guys. I'm tired of playing like
2: meta oppressors. That's because you played. That, that's because like, you played Thanos, and you're playing. Doesn't matter. You're playing lizard wizards for Stop. Age of Stigma, and you're playing matter. all doesn't the doesn't
1: evil matter. types and all your others. Not none of that is evil, from a certain point of view. That's all I'm gonna say. From but, their point of view, <laughs> I saw you're still playing the
0: evil this people.
2: Game, the Jedi helped create the Empire. The Jedi, hot take, hot take, ding 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 Um, hot take, the Jedi are the true evil of the <sighs> galaxy. False, but continuing. Baby I was, Basically,
1: I wanted to be the good guys, and I kept looking over at the, the separatists and going like, "Why do they have all the mechanics that I enjoy in games and gaming?" <laughs> and here I am. I have no force refreshes. I have no like third party movement, you know, like I'm just like, I, I have to attack you. And that's like all I can do. And I had the Mace gives
2: you everything. <laughs> and then
1: Mace drops into this game and he's like, what if we just move? What if they wrote a fucking book about me and it's called Shatterpoint? So I get a cool benefit whenever you draw your Shatterpoint and choose me. Like, have uh, you yes, read Shatterpoint? I never know who to pick with my Shatterpoint. And now I know what to do with it. Have you have uh, you read yeah.
2: Shatterpoint? Okay, it's actually, for anybody who has not read Shatterpoint and is a Star Wars fan, Shatterpoint's actually a really good book. Dude, Mace is cool. That's all i am going to say. Yeah, like, it's just, I won't spoil anything, but it's such a good book. (laughs) Like, pick it up. Audible, whatever. Like, listen to it. Read it. (laughs) Shatterpoint. It's it's really
1: good. They gave me a Shatterpoint guy. And then they were like, hey, you know that thing you wanted where you, like, have all this extra movement? Well, you already have a lot of extra movement. What if I gave you extra movement for your extra movement? And I was like, "Yep, I'll take it." And they were like, "Hey, we gave you a bunch of steadfast, but like, what if we made you like NASA triple redundant so you're always steadfast? And we're going to give you protection because you're already getting a hunker die and cover like every single time someone attacks. You, what if we oh, and also he also hits protection?
2: just as hard as Anakin.
1: Also, but... <laughs> what if he hits harder than Anakin in more convenient ways? Except he can't do it twice, which you don't need to most of the time. like what if you didn't need to he also has two like completely different trees on the same side of his card where it's like hey i'm gonna do a bunch of damage or i'm gonna do a bunch of cool stuff i don't know mace is great mace is my new best friend and um here's to you mr windu mr samuel jackson
2: all, all right Sam. well that was a lot of no that's that was a lot of clone
0: <laughs> propaganda like that was a lot of galactic republic propaganda And uh, I'm here to say uh, Cloud Mentality, Cloud City, whatever, drinking, IPAs, that's the brand. And I'm here to play Mandalorians, jetpack onto cool shit, um, (laughs) shoot clones to death. Um, (laughs) uh, I will also say... Um, desert already kind of like dove into this a little bit, but I was just playing an intro event at Mox boarding house in Bellevue, um, giving away like the new, like promo cards from AMG. Like they're already releasing cool support for the game. And so just like coming out and playing, we got cool foil cards for the corset characters, um, And I had made new terrain that was based on the super commandos. And so I played Darth Maul on the super commandos. And -hmm. then I wanted to try the Mother Talzin box, which is the Night Sister Witches from the Clone Wars cartoon um, that Dizzard has been talking about this whole fucking episode that probably confuses half of the people anyway. Um, But she was so much fun. She's like the (laughs) polar opposite to Vader, where Vader's like, I murder everything. And Mother Talzin's like, I punish you for murdering my stuff. It was... It was so much fun. It was just, it was a blast, and I love that we're a few months into the game, and we have these cool like non frontline movie characters that are super interesting and super fun. And there's this like here's this cool witch who plays around with the dark side, and I have already got her, um and so I'm I'm just super hype on it, and I. I really try to be the person on the cast who plays a little bit of everything. I know Mandalorians are my brand and I love the Mandalorians and I play them probably still a little bit more than everything else, but I generally try to play everything and focus on release stuff. um, And boo and I, um, and I love that. Should play more I love this team. Can I just give a shout out to the Rogue <laughs> support team? I love that we've got like the Darth Maul enthusiast, the Obi Wan enthusiast. And then I pl- try to play a little bit of everything and remind you guys that Mandalorians are better than everything else. Um, I just I think we've got a cool, awesome. fun squad here. Um, I know I don't think it's false. I think doing? we are a
1: cool squad. I'm just Oh, no, that part's true. Absolutely. <laughs> the Mandalorians being better, like straight it's better, all objectively true. better than clones. Not true. Not true. Objectively better. Oh, that's a good on one.
0: objectives, that's a good one. not on objectives, doesn't matter. Better.
1: Mm. Not sure. Not sure about that.
0: Ooh. I see that gizzard's over there sticking to his guns.
1: <laughs> that was a team effort.
0: Sticking to his guns.
2: Um, showing also, stickers I to just the say, chat
0: that no one can see when they listen to the audible version
2: <laughs> i crazy. would just say um i would implore you to try mother vader because it's stupid <laughs> like, oh i'm gonna try that shit we're, <laughs> oh, we're gonna mother vader stupid. up in this bitch it's like, gonna mother be vader. fun mother vader is freaking awesome um, i'm excited for it. my
1: premiere team i get to have like fighting my way out of the arena in attack of the clones now that's a pretty get, cool. I get Padme. I don't. I don't And, hate Anakin that. and Mace. Okay. And Obi-Wan. Are Dark we Force. ready
0: for addressing the council? Closing out the episode. Is it that time? Are we good to go? Didn't
2: do stories. Do you have any stories you wanted to share? You said you had a story. Right. But chat, by addressing but...
0: the council is about stories. So it works out.
2: Uh, fair enough. I can accept that.
0: What is your favorite Shatterpoint moment? Sam. Boom. Um. Address the council
1: when my Vader went to try and throw his lightsaber at Obi-Wan and, he, and Obi-Wan told him no. And so then he threw his lightsaber at Rex and <laughs> wounded him instead.
0: <laughs> Obi-Wan's like, no, no, you can't throw your lightsaber at me. And Rex is like, oh, Fuck. <laughs> <It was awesome. laughs>
1: like, all I wanted to do was throw my lightsaber at Obi Wan, and Obi Wan was like, "No, not in the face." And I was like, "Well, I guess there's this like Rex over there." Dizard also hit. I might have to send is this that, to you. Is that one the one. most adorable chibi oh boss
0: <laughs> I might actually That's have to That's fucking to amazing. <laughs> I want it like really badly.
1: Um, did you ever in have my loins the uh, the, the boss on the phone? uh x-wing promos i feel like that was from like the seattle x-wing open did you ever play x-wing because that that's an amazing card it's a picture of bosk that he looks like he's like on the phone he's like he's just like holding a horn or something close to his face but he literally looks like he's on the phone and he has these like holograms of things that he's killed behind him and it looks like he's just like on the phone like yeah just like killed another thing because he looks kind of depressed like like (laughs) i don't know what to do with my life anymore (laughs) oh man
2: uh okay i'll do do what's your favorite moment um so this was more of a learning moment than like an absolutely like cool moment like sam's um but i was (laughs) playing a game the other day and i was like i'm gonna put mother in her wrath side because that way i can activate manipulating hand off of her uh identity which i'm a dumbass because you can't actually do that um, and I would have actually won the game if I kept her on the Great Mother's side because she has two shoves that she would have hit because she only got two successes, um, and she would have won the game. Anyways, uh, moral of the story is Mother's fucking awesome, and like her dou- her Great mother side is where you want to leave her at when she finishes her turn because triggering her identity and getting two shoves on two when her expertise is like insane like you're probably gonna get two successes on five dice which is good like really good and with mother it's actually very reliable um which means double shove which means that she's getting a dash and two shoves plus two follow-ups um which could just win you the game um so yeah, that's been my favorite moment of the game so far, mostly because it's against a great opponent, uh, Ben. We all love Ben. Um, hey, Ben. And, man, I just... like Every moment with Mother, when I get to trigger her identity, it's just so much fun. Like, I just... I love her identity where people just don't see it coming. Like, it's one of the... Like, it's not a gotcha, but it's a gotcha. And it's so much fun to be like, yeah, Mother's <laughs> going to uh, dash no, and then hit you, like, and then the you're gotchas, just like, oh, you bully. Fuck. My goodness! Uh, I mean, what it's a it's a got It's not a gotcha. Idea. It's on her card. How is it a gotcha? But it's like <laughs> you just like, said it's a gotcha. I said it's a gotcha, but not really a gotcha. It's not really um, a gotcha. I guess, for, but also, I guess a gotcha. for like <laughs> it's a gotcha. <laughs> for like super fun moments, though, is anytime I'm playing Maul and I kill Obi Wan. That always feels good. Um, yeah,
1: I bet it does. But, How often does that yeah. happen,
2: though? Every time. No. Never.
0: okay Um,
2: what's your favorite moment
0: all right i'm gonna do my favorite moment because someone on this podcast should be a darth maul fan or lord maul fan and because we have no one who represents for maul on this cast uh i'm gonna share a super fun uh lord maul moment where I got to, like, force speed. So he zooms up the board and move and then throws his lightsaber at Rex because killing Rex is it's basically the, just the best thing. Oh, my God. It's the oh, about Taking down Rex. that clone propaganda <laughs> and he throws his lightsaber at Rex kills rex and then that gives him a reposition so he moves on to a point that was literally like the whole board length away from where he started and then he's like there is nowhere to run and he pulls someone else off of that point and so he like he wounds somebody and then like ends up scoring two different points that i wasn't scoring at the beginning of the round it was just glorious darth maul stuff and so Maul? And like one of the, one of the best parts about that is that I started this off worrying that Darth Maul was underpowered and that maybe he was one of the weaker characters. And then like, as I learned to play him, this game is just hard to evaluate on its core. Like you can't just read a card and know how good something is. You kind of have to play it. And I love that. I love exploring the characters and we didn't have anyone on the show who likes, darth maul and so i'm wow. really happy to i told you about that cool play darth so maul many sword. times
2: i told you <laughs> yeah. i told you maul's best play is a uh, free move a move pull somebody else off randomly and then kill somebody else for a a, a, a four vp swing okay i'm pretty sure that was pool. a
0: mon from OLL there that said that to us i, I don't it, think that I was said you you don't I said you don't like darth maul like, I
2: said it first. I'm pretty sure Sam um, likes Darth
0: Maul more than you. Wow, you don't. So
2: you're... To be to be fair, um, to be fair, um, Maul, for anybody curious, fair. Maul is one of the few characters in the game who can impact a four VP swing on his turn. He's like what like there's very few characters that can do this on their turn actively, and Maul can do it. Very reliably thank you for too.
0: supporting my love of Darth Maul you're, and you're supporting right, me on right. the show. I just, I feel uh, really supported by you right now, even though you
2: my, don't like Darth Maul. Wild, I'm a where's my, my, in
1: a different direction.
2: where's <laughs> my, where's my, where's my horny bros at, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, well, like, I like say the Mandos.
0: Everyone. He leads the Mandos in some situations. Yeah. So like Darth Maul, he's Mando adjacent. So I'm like, I'm good with him,
2: you know? I can't wait till we get some sort of scoundrel mechanic to like really open up Maul more. Or actually in yeah, all reality, I want, from, uh, I like, want, let's, let's be honest at this point. I want Shadow point, Collective. You're
1: bringing, like you're, you're yes. bringing Bane or you're bringing like, Maul. Like, no, Cat give Bane me Shadow Collective. scoundrels. So now you got to like make that decision because you didn't get anything to bring tie both. Them together. Being both. All right. I mean, go both. for it. But like, you're not getting. Are anything. we wrapping up the
0: episode? We've gotten. We've gotten your love of CAD. We've gotten Sam's wow. love of clones. My love. Mine of was Maul. mother. Mine we was mother. Love of we clones really... sounds
1: so much like worse than like I'm an Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi officiator. Yeah. They
0: cloned Tyrone, and you loved it. That's wow.
1: That's all
2: right. I got. I got something I want to say here, real quick. I got something. Okay. I no, say. they cloned Tamira Morrison. Thank you very much. All right. Yeah. Um. So to they Trump. Finn. To trump Omnus here. Um, Maul. Does give very very memorable moments. Of the game. And everybody should play Maul at least once. Probably twice. And then three times. Um, but you brought up a good point when you were telling your story. Of reading cards and evaluating cards. Is extremely hard to do in this game. Uh, you have to have multiple reps with a character. To truly even like feel like you can play that character well. And then even more. like I have played so many games with Maul. And so many games with Mother, and like the more I play, the more I'm like, wow, I could have done this. Like, you the reps unlock stuff with this game, I don't understand. is to Play this game without Obi Wan Kenobi, General Kenobi <laughs> on the table. I literally but, do. But not, I, I, you can
0: play Grand play Inquisitor 10 them. times, and you still don't know how to play him well.
2: <laughs> that's fair.
0: Because um, bad.
2: No, that's don't fair. Say that. He's not, not bad. I mean, he's not he wrong. He's bad. not wrong. No, okay, he's only Grand bad compared Inquisitor to Darth bad. Maul.
0: Can we agree on that? Because I'm the Darth, he's bad compared to everybody. Top tier characters.
1: Like when we say these kind of things, Maul is an S plus. Maybe don't have Grand Inquisitors. Would you not interrupt Sam Dizzard? Sam is talking. I had to say. Got a character like like He's in the core set. He is quite literally one of a small handful of models in the game that can affect multiple models during their turn affecting multiple models is a huge thing. So if you stuck around for like all this like noob stuff and you're the noob and you're like, yeah, all right, I'm going to listen to these guys and I'm going to like check this out. Here it is. A model that can affect multiple other models during their activation has a tremendous advantage over models that can't because you can affect scoring on multiple points. So when Desert says something like, Malt's one of the only characters, like uh, four victory points, right? Like, well, it's, 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 it's legitimate because he can affect multiple models during his activation and a lot of models can't you got like him Barris, and massage and that's like basically it otherwise you're engaging with a single model on your activation well there's Django. also kalani uh, could impact five yeah kalani is like that's like next level that's like throwing like trying to understand everything that kalani can do during a Kalani activation is nuts. Cause if you can get like what, four or five steps on that tree, you're just like, we, yeah, let's we, just do it again. You know, we, we don't just... even understand everything that Kalani can <laughs> no. do. We've been we're playing like, this Kalani's game for not. months. Who's, we
0: barely understand it. We just trust people who activate that <laughs> droid. And they're like, he does everything. And we're like, I just believe you because yeah. it's Kalani is right. a super Sounds tactical right. droid.
1: I don't know he probably where I should do everything. Of this. But like, basically if you can affect multiple models on your activation, that's a big deal. Kalani is in a different level because Kalani can do things where, like, he's gonna like activate another model who might be able to affect multiple models on their activation, which is just like skews all of the math completely. That's good. Now, Kalani's a five um, squad point. The main takeaway
0: unit. from what and Sam said is that he points. likes Darth Maul and I like Darth Maul, and so Everybody even Darth though Dizzard doesn't. Sam and I will represent for Darth Maul on the podcast. And
1: that's not true. That's patently false. Dizzard is the champion of Darth Maul, and anyone who says otherwise is gaslighting themselves. So uh, I'm not going to say that like like you can't play Darth Maul if you're wow. not Dizzard, right? Like that's like too extreme. But like, dude's literally been on the guy since like before the game was released, and he has been the champion of Lord Maul this entire time. Just being like, hey, this guy's great, and I've literally watched the entire community be like, nope, nope, nope. Nope, maybe, maybe, nope, maybe. Oh, holy crap! Actually, Dizzard was right this whole time, and Darth Maul like, might <laughs> the, be like the one time Dizzard's bad. right
2: is Shatterpoint with Maul. <laughs> like so, like one even time. a busted
1: clock is right twice a day. Okay, <laughs> so don't get too full of yourself. You committed right. right to a point and you got it. Like, good on you. <laughs> but... All right,
2: with that, Sam, go ahead and close us out. Oh, uh, wait. First of all, uh, Dion says thanks for answering my questions tonight, man. Anytime. We love answering questions. We love interacting with the chat. That's why we do it. If you want to catch us live, we are here every other Sunday for Shatterpoint Rogue Support 830 usually. Uh, Tonight was a special episode because Nova coming up. Uh, But Sam, go ahead and close us out. All right. So the closeout this week is pretty simple. Um,
1: I said this on like this will be the third time I've said this for the closeout. But like remember your triggers. That's huge. Right. (laughs) So this is like we're going back to our roots here. So like here it is. Remember your triggers. They're huge. Also, Mace Wind is amazing, and this party's over.
2: Uh, I'm going to have Omnus give us a real closeout. Come close on! Out, was that was, that was it. it was, you did not say no. the most Star Wars thing you could do.
1: No, I didn't have to. Why, why do I have to do that? That's Omnus' thing. <laughs> <That's, laughs> close close out. Out thing. That's the closeout well, thing. That's the closeout thing. Why does it have to be? All right. The most Star Wars thing you can do is this party's over. <laughs>
0: I mean, you could deliver that better, though. I feel like you'd be like, "You think I could?" The most I Star Wars thing go. you could do is look down on your opponent, hold grip your lightsaber tightly, and remind them,
1: "This is party's, party's over." over.
2: <laughs> Keep the music. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Stretch out with your feelings. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold.
0: Open the blast doors! The blast doors! We should open them! Oh my god! Desert is trapped! Blast doors! Close
1: the blast doors.